Welcome to the first episode of Nige on Process. On this podcast, I break down some of my songs and interview my collaborators about their experiences in music, as well as their experience writing with me. Hi, I'm Kim V. I'm a writer and musician. Work with Joe Hitler and the Rainbow Seekers, Kim V and the Siblings, and also Nige in Michigan. And I'm currently based in Los Angeles, California, as a writer and session musician. So at the time I was living in Lansing, which is about an hour and change from Detroit, we always tried to start like really early and we weren't like really hard nosed on the time, but I remember I would get up and be like, oh, there's no way that I can make it to Detroit by 1030 or whatever. So I'd get up and be like, oh shit. And I would grab a coffee and then just speed down the freeway. It kind of felt like I was doing this long commute to this job that I completely loved because, you know, like writing is one of the things that makes me feel really fulfilled and makes me feel really joyful. Walking into it, I mean, I, I didn't really know that much about producing. Kind of was a, a bare bones sort of songwriter. I worked a lot with um, just like an acoustic guitar or a piano or a keyboard or something. And I learned how to work on the fly a little bit. I think because you're working with a computer, things can be a little bit faster paced because it's like, okay, now we have most of the project here with all of the sounds. Whereas when you're playing with just an acoustic guitar, you know, you've, you've got these sounds in your head. That's a little bit different of a feel and a little bit different of a pace. Randomly, we kind of, we thought of uh, El Segundo, which is this part of greater LA area. I'd never been there. Actually, I still have never been there. I live in LA now and I've not been to El Segundo. I think originally, like I was kind of thinking of it as a breaking off a, a Tinder date sort of thing. Um, but I think it turned into more of like a like a sort of relationship-oriented song. The room uh, where we worked in is in this old little church that this uh, collective assemble sound has has rehabbed, and now they have all these teeny tiny studios um, in this church, and we're in basically a closet. It was hot. It was so fucking hot. Just unbearably hot. It was in the middle of the summer and we had this air conditioner, this little teeny air conditioner. Uh, but like when we would have, when we had to do vocal takes, we had no vocal booth. So we just would turn the air conditioner off and sweat while I would sing. And then when we finished the take, we'd be like, okay, put the air conditioning back on. Like it's, it's so hot. We had this like DIY vibe and you know, even though we were in a studio and it, and it felt really cool, it felt like we were doing something. I think that also, for me at least, it, it motivated me um, just to know that I was being a part of something that was going to be awesome, and uh, and it ended up being really great. I think the track turned out really great. I feel like I always end up putting some kind of recording, like a field recording, in every single one of my songs. I found actually this recording of a cafe somewhere. I don't actually know what language everyone's speaking, but I kind of imagine like a cafe by a beach or like a really busy restaurant. I feel like I've been using this sound as like a crutch for maybe like three months. I would just pull this specific sound up and I would write an entire song. Like it became kind of my, my piano. I think for me personally, I end up using some of the same sounds over and over again and I just guilt myself over and over again about using them almost like I'm I'm being unoriginal by using some of my own tools 
And now I've kind of made a point to stop feeling that way because these all kind of end up as my palette and it ends up being the glue to like my whole brand, I guess. This is kind of where Kim shines because essentially I just handed him a guitar and we built a verse around a, a drop that I already, uh, I already had and I didn't know what I wanted to do with yet. Pre-courses are like my favorite thing. I want to say like half the time that I'm making music, I'm actually picking and tuning drum samples. So it usually takes me like a long time to kind of tune everything right so that it sounds and feels of the same place. This beat I was actually really happy with because it's pretty simple, but just the swing of it kind of gave it this lazy feel that I think accentuates the, the whole mood. You know, it's really interesting because, uh, I mean, I, I do this too. You know, Nigel writes, a song, writes songs with a lot of different people. And I think it's tough when you're writing with each person to make them feel like the song that you two are working on is really special. For me, pop music is kind of a lowest common denominator thing. It's intentionally simplistic so that a wide range of people can understand it. And I think that's kind of the beauty of it is kind of this intentional simplicity. And here's El Segundo in its entirety. El Segundo, meet me there at 10. No conversation, we were never friends. Won't you take me as I am, take me anywhere you can tonight.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Nigeon Process. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you happen to get your podcasts.